Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Holla Black Podcast, where we have a desire to build community and mindset through conversation. Please share, like, and subscribe to this podcast and join us weekly as we continue to be brave leaders that are accountable to communicating knowledge to the world, one episode and action at a time. I'm pretty sure that you are on social media, so please share this podcast and tag me at Ronnell Blackman. That's Ronnell R. O-N-N-E-L, Blackman, B-L-A-C-K-M-O-N. Matter of fact, if you didn't know that, just check it out in the comments, or should I say in the tags, and tag me, right, so that I can repost, join the conversation, and dive in. Because our goal is to be better today, right? We want to join and we want to help each other be better today than we were yesterday. Now, the quick quote that we're going to discuss for, um, that's going to lead us, should I say, into today's topic, will be, it's not what happens to you that determines how far you go in life but it is what you do with what happens to you. That's um, given to us by Zig Ziglar, right? One um, phenomenal speaker, a huge mentor of mine that I have learned from and afar. He doesn't even know that he's my mentor, but that's okay. He has many of mentees, right? But he says this, like, think about that. It's not what happens to you that determines how far you go in life, right? I am not It's not, I am not what happened to me. Yeah, we're talking some I am's now, right? Manifestations. I am not what happens to me that determines determines how far I go in life, but it's what I do with what's happened to me. Am I learning? Am I gaining those experience, right? Am I learning from them and growing and being better each and every single day, right? Those are experiences. Zig Ziglar, shout out to you um, for today's manifestation, but also for today's amazing experience. quote, right? So we're going to talk about this. This is part three of the missing ingredient. So part three of the missing ingredient, we talked about it. Missing is to have something missing is to say something isn't included and it should have been right. So we were coming off of Thanksgiving. We were thinking about, man, there were so many different food items and actually we're leading into uh, um, the rest of the holiday season, right? Where you might have some different dishes. You may have some potlucks. You may have some friends um, getting, getting together and trying things, but you always can tell when something's missing, when there's a missing ingredient, or if you're amongst a group, so let's bring it back to reality, right? Like, so let's kind of um, align that with reality. If you're in a group and you know that there's that one person that, you know, man, would give um, either, you know, the subject, the topic, or whatever the conversation leads, right? Or leads to, you know, if they're not in a group, it's missing. Now the group is still there and the group is still having great conversations. So I'm talking personally, right? Like, so how this personally could um, possibly a train to you. But um, if they're missing, then that might be the missing person to that uh, to that piece, right? To that conversation. But then I think about from pro- from a professional aspect, right? So boast, you know, a lot of people boast and, you know, talk about, hey, you know, this company wouldn't be what it is without me. But hey, that company would still succeed. They would find somebody to um, fi- replace you, unfortunately, right? So you can't be so high up on yourself, right? You got to have and show some humility, but recognize that you might be the ingredient that makes it great, right? But it still will go on without you. So you can't put yourself above, right? So I'm thinking professionally as well when it comes to um, something missing. And when we're talking about ingredients, right? A component, part, or element of something normally used to describe in, again, here we go back to foods. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm a foodie, right? Or any substances that are combined to make a specific dish, or create completion of something. We talk about this all the time, completion over perfection. Are we looking towards how do we make ourselves complete 
whether it's professionally, whether it's personally, right? And how we recognize that perfection is something that's unattainable, right? Like we can strive for greatness, we can strive to be better, but striving for perfection will always put us behind because it takes the mental development, the emotional, the physical environment, the spiritual development, the recreational development, right? But then even socially, being amongst different groups, it definitely, definitely, definitely determines for those things to be centered around how you can become the very best person that you can be. Not perfection, but completion, okay? So one of the things we've been talking about in each uh, part, we've been talking about the differences of life's fulfillments, right? How how can we find passion? How can we do the things that um, personally might be the missing ingredient, but also professionally, maybe uh, allowing for those goals to get away from us or the distractions to come about for us to, you know, be depressed, be get anxiety for us to not have the things that we need in order to move the needle when it comes to a professional manner. Right. So we talked about 10 ways to help find your passion. We've um, already discussed seven. So the first seven were number one, most people don't have a personal mission statement. I mean, just think about it. Every company has a personal, I mean, has a mission statement. So personally, we should be treating ourselves the exact same. We should allow for ourselves to find passion through the mission statement, okay? Most people don't truly know and understand their core values. Do the people around you know your core values, right? Have you shared them? Have you asked them about theirs, right? That's a great way to get to know others, by the way. Asking those simple questions about, you know, just core values. I know I say simple because for some, if you're working on this and I'm going to be providing you guys with a workbook um, sometime soon in a couple different courses that we're going to be talking about, but um, that I'll be sharing with you in 2023, but like establishing and figuring out what are those core values, right? Are you treating yourself like almost a resume, like the resume of you? What are you um, writing down as far as the core values are concerned, right? What do people know you by? But number three, do you know your true north? Are you really comfortable and familiar with who you are, right? Your true north, the thing that you align with, that you feel the most um, confident about, that you um, are secure in, right? Your personality, your um, engagements, right? Whatever it might be, do you know your true north? Are you able to, when someone else um, suggests something that you might not agree with, are you able to say, no, that's not for me? Or do you just follow the crowd, right? So that's um, number three ways to find your passion, help you find your passion. Number four, what are some things you love to do? I know some things I love to do, hang out with the fellas socially. I mean, if you're talking about bowling, if you're talking about playing basketball, watching sports, whatever, having great conversations just like this, right? Podcasting. I love to do that, right? But then number five, have you determined things that you don't love to do? I mean, there are so many things that I have found through life's experiences that, especially during the holidays, right, that I just really don't love to do. Some you may still do them in order to, you know, kind of really be with the family or do other things. But there are some things that you have to determine to yourself what you don't love to do. Now, I will say one of the things is funny. I had a job when I was younger and I'm not going to go too far and too deep into this. Right. But I found by by lunchtime that I did not want to do that job, right? It wasn't that it was too hard. It wasn't that I wasn't making enough money. It was just the mere fact of the combination of the two <laughs> told me, hey, this is the wrong profession for me, right? I might be good at it, Maybe, maybe I'm not even good at it. Maybe I'm just a cog in the, you know, whole thing. But like, I want to make sure 
that we are recognizing not only what we love to do, but also the things that we don't love to do. All right. Number six, acknowledge your strengths and achievements. Think about that, right? Are you acknowledging yourself? Are you writing down, hey, I've been able to accomplish this? How was your 2022, right? How was the last year? How is um, last year building upon next year? What are some of the things that you're going to do? Okay. So acknowledge the strengths. Man, I'm smart. Man, people come to me. I give great advice. Man, um, I graduated with this or I play specific sports or I have, you know, I've overcome certain, you know, downfalls in life. Those are all great things that you should really take into account and acknowledge your strengths because that allows you to have faith tie in faith, right? And allows for you to achieve and go higher. I'm goal oriented, oriented, and I want to make sure that you all are too oriented. That was, that was really weird. But anyways, number seven, practice journaling, journal, journal, write those thoughts down, write those ideas down. You never know when you have to come back, right? Um, I have a pastor that I listen to Dr. Wallace, and he talks about it all the times. We're my note takers, right? Like practice journaling and writing the things down, that come into your head because you don't know if it's for you, if it's for someone else. And as you put it on your mind, as you put it down on paper, it'll allow for you to either navigate towards or away from certain um, situations and circumstances. Okay. So that's number seven. Number eight, let's dive into it. Now we got these final three, eight, nine, and 10. Here we go. Number eight, embrace a mindfulness practice. What? Embrace a mindfulness practice. We talked about journaling, right? Was number seven. Number eight, take time to just sit with self. Slow everything down, right? And all the big emotions that are surrounding you, just embrace the moment, right? So instead of being caught up in the future or weight of vision, right? Like the heaviness of vision, the heaviness of what the future holds. When will I get married? When will I have kids? When will I graduate? When will I, you know, reach a level of success that I never dreamed of, right? Allow our true feelings and desires to rise into our conscious minds, right? So we have our unconscious minds. Some people will call subconscious. I learned that we don't put anything sub, right? It's unconscious and conscious minds, right? Allow our true feelings and desires to truly rise in our conscious minds, right? Embrace the moment instead of being caught up in future or the weight of vision. You know, I'll give a real quick situation. Um, Just got asked to host and be the in-game host for uh, your Atlanta Hawks, right? So there's a game coming around right before Christmas, right? That, hey, man, you know, they called me up. Hey, Ronnell, we would love for you to come and, you know, be our in-game host. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I'm excited at the same time, right? I'm getting anxiety. I'm thinking about the future. Now, now they asked me just a couple weeks prior too. Well, when can I get my script? When can I do this? When can I do that? Can I read off a teleprompter? I don't, like I'm going through all of these different emotions, right? And in my mind and in the Lord and in my, the faith aspect came into play. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You do this. This is what you do, right? Check, check your check your record, right? Like you've been successful when you depended on the purpose that got you here, the passion that you do. If you just speak through that, tell me th- this is going to be a breeze, right? It brought so much weight. It took so much weight off of my shoulders to recognize also it's a couple weeks away. Like, why would you go crazy today over a couple weeks? That's not guaranteed. Let's, let's also keep that in mind as well, right? It's not guaranteed. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you to number, I mean, number eight, when we talk about that, embrace 
a mindfulness practice. I see LeBron talk about it all the time, right? Just being mindful, just having, if you see athletes, you see um, Michael Phelps before, you know, the Olympics, he's sitting there, he got the headphones on, he's embracing a moment, right? Embrace the moment and be mindful of the current situation and don't go too far ahead. So that's number eight. Number nine, seek guidance from a coach. I have a coach. I have always had coaches. I love and I believe that Coaches have been a part of my life and a part of the reason and why I am where I am today. Seek guidance from a coach, even if it's business related, right? It could be personal coach, um, a business coach, a fitness coach. It could be, you know, I mean, we had coaches when we played sports and what were the coaches there to do, right? They were trained to help others truly figure out how to get things right, right? And sometimes even now as an adult, that personal coach, that that life coach, that, you know, um, business coach, he's trained, she's trained, they're trained to help others find their passions in life, right? So allow for yourself to have someone to be able to bounce ideas off of that have your best interest in mind, okay? So um, another thing when I'm thinking about seeking guidance from a coach, right? I'm thinking about, well, a coach will ask the right questions, in order to help us find the passions in life and in work, right? <laughs> like they'll ask the right questions in order to help us find our passion in life and in work. And a coach is just so meaningful because they'll also help us get rid of the stinking thinking, like I like to call it, right? Or limiting beliefs that we may have about ourselves. I mean, think about it. Each of us, right, have been told negative things time after time after time after time. And those things have weighed us down. Let's eliminate those, right? Let's get rid of that stinking thinking, get rid of the limiting beliefs that we might have about whatever situation. And let's begin to allow ourselves to recognize that we are where we are because of the successes of life, right? There's a um, quote that I shared, probably it was either last podcast or a couple of podcasts ago, right? But it talked about, hey, the truth, whether we want to, whether we want to believe it or not, the truth, there's still consequences that come from it, right? Whether we want to believe or not believe in the truth, there's still consequences that come from that, okay? So again, right? Stink it, think it, let's get rid of it. Limiting beliefs, let's get rid of it. Let's now bring on all those positive, all those positive thoughts, right? All those things that can help um, keep us motivated, keep us encouraged, keep us courageous in doing the very best that we can. All right. And then number 10, this is the final one. Final one, number 10. I know you're like, yo, Ronell, normally we go about 30 minutes. I mean, we, we might get into some conversations, but no, number 10, surround yourself with people with similar passions. Are you surrounding yourself with people with similar passions? I mean, I mean, environment is key to success. Are you putting yourself in the environment in order to help you be successful? I know people that go to different places to network. I know people that go to different places just to, you know, kind of get that mindfulness aspect to, you know, reflect, to share. You know, I know folks and even myself, right? I do this all the time. Each and every single day, I'm looking at, man, how can I surround myself with the people that have the similar passions so they don't douse my passions, right? So they don't try to kill my passions, right? So they don't, it's funny, I remember hearing this way back in the day, chop my trees, right? Like you don't want your trees chopped, right? You want to be able to grow. You want to be able to succeed. And the some of the people that are around you, right, are part of your success, right? So you definitely don't want to be the smartest person in a room. 
You don't want to be the least smartest person in the room. You want to find yourself right in the middle. Or guess what? If you're at the lowest end of the totem pole, guess what? You are learning. It might be like a fire hydrant, right? Drinking water from a fire hydrant is what it might be. But you give yourself an opportunity and environment and environment to success, right? Environment is a huge key to success. And it's a huge key in finding your passions, right? Because if you are around similar um, folks that believe similarly, similar to you, now you allow for their passions to prick your mind, thought, spirit, whatever it is, right? And say, man, that sounds pretty cool. Like I got my boy, shout out to you, Jay Bates, man. Shout out to Q, QDO as well, Quentin Owens, man. So Jay Bates, my guy, he flies, he dives. I mean, master diver, right? Has um, just got his pilot's license. Shout out to you, big dog. Hey man. I mean, but I want to be in that environment because maybe I don't want to fly, but maybe my son may want to fly. Maybe my daughter may want to fly one day, right? I want to be able to say, Hey, I love the passion. I love the development. I love the work that it took in order for him to get from point A to point B and now put us all in place, right? To be able to learn from in place us all. I mean, not only my group, but also my family, also my friends, right? That's that environment that I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Surrounding yourself with people, similar passions. When I say similar passions, I mean, they see it, they have a goal, they write it down, they talk about it, and then they go after it, right? Are you the one that goes after it? Are you taking the time to go after your passions. Go after your goals. I'm goal-oriented, right? I think about talking to my boy Q, right? Q, um, this dude, he was just like, hey, man, I'm buying this house. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to rehab it, right? I'm going to work on it. I'm like, okay, well, what what subcontractors are you getting? Like, like what company are you going to get? He's like, I'm doing myself. You're doing it yourself? What? Okay. Yeah. You, you sure? He was like, I'm doing it myself. Lo and behold, he's doing it himself and getting things done. So shout out to you. But then also it encouraged me, right, to say, hey, man, I got this yet. I got, I got this spot out back. Like, man, could I do some renovations? Can I, you know, Hey, there's some walls that need to be, you know, sealed up. There's some, you know, can I redo the installation? Can I put in all of these different things? Can I mount my TV? Like that, that's the most, Hey, when you put a TV up and it's balanced and it's right, oh my goodness, it is such a joy to you to say, man, I did that, right? Like one of those things. But no, I'm just, that's just something small. It's a small example that I'm saying, but just surrounding yourself with people with similar passions, even if it's not the same thing that you're particularly doing, but they got a passion for what they do, right? So think about it. Feeling inspired, confident, secure. When you surround yourself with people with similar passions, they allow you to get inspired, to do better, to do more, right? They give you the confidence. They build the confidence. They tell you, bro, you're doing a great job or sis, keep it up. You know what I'm saying? They allow for you to feel that sense of security. I even think about the fact that let's go to a little bit on relationships, just a little bit, right? So I'm thinking about some relationships. If you don't surround yourself with people that are passionate about a successful relationship, marriage, whatever it might be, right? If you surround yourself with people that think the opposite direction, what are you going to be pulled towards, right? What's gravity, right? It's a pull, right? Like, what are you going to be pulled towards? Are you going to be pulled towards a positive or pulled towards a negative, right? Are you going to be pulled towards having a relationship or pulled towards um, maybe not having a successful relationship, right? Environment is the key, right? You don't put yourself in the same situation as someone that's not in your current um, wavelength, in your current goal room, in your current 
uh, level of thinking when it comes to where you want to be, right? They give you the feeling of being inspired to have a better marriage, the confidence of your marriage, the security of, man, you're doing a great job as a father, as a mother, as an aunt, as an uncle, as a grandparent, whatever it might be, right? We want to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people with similar passions, all right? So ladies and gentlemen, man, it's your boy, your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman. I could not, I could not do this podcast continuously without the support of great friends, of great mentees, of great mentors. And one of our sponsors with the Hollow Black Podcast is Parker Durbin. They engineer outwear experiences, right? Outerwear experiences for their clients. They're unique designs made to connect classic ideals and modern appeal while seamlessly fusing style, comfort, and quality. They understand that it is the multidimensional process of life's journey that leads us into our wisdom. It is an appreciation of that process that they have created the same approach towards design, which allows them to close those with a classic, modern, or sophisticated style. Check them out, www.parkerdurbin.com. And as a part of this community, apply 15% off to all products using the promo code HOLLABLACK. That's right, H-O-L-L-A-B-L-A-C-K. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for part three of our uh, podcast of, you know, the missing ingredient, right? We're going to be running into a new year. We have different programming, different things that we got coming out and that we want you to be a part of. So please share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Help us out in building community, a community that is truly built, right, with a good mindset, with a focus and having conversations that will allow for us to continue to strive to be brave, to be leaders, to be accountable, to communicate and to speak knowledge, right? Now, not to just one person, but to all, right? If we're on social media, again, please tag me at Ron L. Blackman. Matter of fact, follow the Hollow Black Podcast on social media as well, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Instagram, please follow us, check us out and share, like, and subscribe. Drop some comments. Let me know what you thought about this um, three-part episode, speaking on the missing ingredients and all of the different manifestations, the quotes, the um, things that help you, the 10 things that will help you find passions. Again, let me run through that just to make sure that we all have those. Okay. 10 ways to help you find your passion. Once again, most people don't have a personal mission statement. So number one, you got to have a a personal mission statement. Number two, most people don't truly know or understand their core values. So we want to gain some core values. We want to write them down. We want to look at them. We want to talk about them. And we want to help others to share and to figure out their own, right? Number three, do you know your true north? Do you know who you are, right? Do you know who you want to be? Are you sharing that with your loved ones, with your you know family members? Or are you just keeping it to yourself, your mentors, your mentees, right? Let's, let's begin to con- to speak on those, right? Knowing your true north. Number four, what are some of the things that you love to do? Number five, have you determined the things that you don't love to do? Number six, acknowledge your strengths and achievements. Number seven, practice journaling. Number eight, embrace a mindfulness practice. Number nine, seek guidance from a coach. We just talked about it, right? And then number 10, surround yourself with people with similar passions. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman. And I hope you continue to enjoy the process as we grow with the Hollow Black Podcast. Merch is coming soon. Merch is coming soon right here with the Hollow Black Podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, we look forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same channel. Hollow Black. <laughs>